Dos minutos. Two minutes? Yeah, I think. Probably. Is that right? That's not. What's matter? Oh, I have one minute. Kiki. <laughs> what? What was that? <laughs> 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 Why was everybody thrown off by that but me? <laughs> it was just the way he said it. I have no idea what it means. He leaned into it like it was real. He went, Eek. <laughs> like a baby sitting up in a crib. <laughs> <laughs> a serious look on their face. Is that, are you talking about the size again? I thought we were going to leave time alone. Here we go. Well, see you now. Yeah. I guess, yeah. Pretty sure it's okay. It's like sitting up in the crib. They get their real serious Dude, face. There's two. There's two viewers. <laughs> Listen, there's two viewers out there. Well, four. That both said two. we pick on Tom too much. What's up, Dean? My brother Dean Zollers is in into hizzy. What do the other two viewers say? <laughs> Surprise, Keep Betty's not it. on. <laughs> yeah, but the two who told him that are Tom's yeah, are mom gonna, and his sister. Yeah. So <laughs> no, no, actually, it was not. Oh, were there actually two? Viewers not yes. Going, oh, yeah. Wow. Wow. I'm glad they noticed. Jo it's got to be John and his wife. Well, nice John is one of them. John is one of them. It's nice to get some affirmation once in a while. John is one of them. You know what they say when they're criticizing you, you're doing something right. Mm. Mm. That's right. Welcome, Kyle. Welcome, Jonathan. Welcome. Uh oh. Yeah, did, did you hit play? Uh, Make sure if, if if Kyle is in here. Kyle, Kyle Blankenbow. Okay. He's in here. Dave, what's up, buddy? How you feeling? How did you end up in the hospital? Well, it's all kind of fuzzy. The doctor said I jumped off a roof and I sustained some cranial damage. Yeah, well, if anyone would be unaffected by that, it'd be you. Oh. I'm sure it won't make you any dumber. I'm sure no one will even notice. I'm not really sure what you mean by that, but okay. Hey, uh, can, I, can I ask you about something that's been bugging me? Sure, can I eat your hospital jello? You want my jello? Uh, sure, I, I guess you can have my jello. Cool. Um... So, I, I have, I have something that I want to ask you, but a lot of things are really fuzzy to me right now. Well, that's not new, Dave. Oh, okay. Um. So anyway, I I've been watching this TV in this room all day, and these people with all these shiny faces and the weird hair, they keep telling me that I have to hate Republicans and Donald Trump, or I have to hate Democrats and Joe Biden. Yep. Yep. What's the problem? Well, I can't remember which one I am and, and which one I like, but I can remember my brother is a proud, hardcore Republican, and my sister is a bleeding-heart Democrat. I just can't remember which one I'm supposed to hate and which one I'm supposed to love. Well, that's simple. You definitely got to hate your brother. Okay. You see, Joe Biden, he's a man of character. He walks on rainbows and dances with unicorns, <laughs> and MSNBC says that Donald Trump is basically Hitler. So you got to hate your brother. Well, thanks for clearing that up. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Well, I gotta go. I got a lot of hate to dump into my Facebook timeline tonight, and there's only so many hours in a day. Sure, sure. I get it, I guess. <laughs> oh, Elijah, what's going on, buddy? 
Not much, bro. How's the head? Well, the doctor said I have some pretty significant head trauma from jumping off a roof. I'm a little concerned about it. Don't be. I'm sure nobody will notice the difference. Yeah. People keep saying that. <laughs> hey, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. As long as I can eat your graham crackers. It looks like you ate your jello already. Yeah, the jello's gone. And the, yeah, sure, you can have the graham crackers, whatever. Um, anyway, the question I wanted to ask you was, I keep watching this TV in this room, and these people with the fake smiles and the too much makeup, they keep telling me I have to hate Republicans and Donald Trump, or I have to hate Democrats and Joe Biden. So what's the problem? Well, I can't remember which one I'm supposed to like and which one I'm supposed to hate, but I can remember that my brother is a proud, hardcore Republican. My sister, she's a bleeding heart Democrat. I just can't remember which one of them I'm supposed to hate and which one I'm supposed to love. Well, that's easy. You definitely got to hate your sister. Okay. See, Donald Trump is a man of character. He walks on rainbows and dances with unicorns, and, and Fox News says that Joe Biden is basically Hitler, so you got to hate your sister. Well, thanks for clearing that up, I, I guess. No problem. Well, I got to go. I got a lot of hate to dump into my Facebook timeline tonight, and there's only so many hours in a day. Uh, sure. Uh, yeah, all right. Bye. Bye. I get yeah, it. Yeah, bye. See ya. Mm -hmm. Thanks for nothing. Love you, man. Oh, Sean. Sean, how you doing, buddy? What's up? Not much, brother. How are you? Uh, I'm, I'm doing okay. Ah, I was just uh, on my way home to Dorchester for supper, and I was going through the square. I thought I'd stop, by the, stop and park my car, come on in and visit you. It's wicked, too, because the cops at the stadium said I could just park right up on the shoulder. I can't understand any of that. Maybe it's the medicine. Nah, dude, I get that a lot of time. <laughs> uh, well, the doctors, they did say I had some pretty significant head trauma from jumping off a roof. I am a little concerned about it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't worry about it, dude. Nobody will notice the difference. That's what I hear. Um, hey, can I ask you a question? Uh, if While I'm asking you, you can eat what's left of my dinner if you want. Yeah, dude, I'm pretty sure that stuff has laxative in it. But uh, I brought you some supper, though. So I got a lobster po' boy or a New England clam chowder. Oh, fantastic. That sounds great. I appreciate you thinking about me. Well, the thing I wanted to ask you is I've been watching this TV all, all day. And these people with the big bleached teeth. And $1,000 suits, they keep telling me I either have to hate Republicans and Donald Trump or I have to hate the Democrats and Joe Biden. Well, I can't remember which one I'm supposed to hate, but I do remember this. My brother, he's a hardcore Republican. My sister is a bleeding heart Democrat. I just can't remember which one of them I love and which one I hate. What, what do I do about that? Ah, dude, you shouldn't be watching all that stuff. I'd shut it off if I were you. You want me to grab the clicker? The, the click, the clicker? The, the, the thing for the TV. Oh, uh, yeah, that sounds like a good idea, but everybody else is telling me I have to choose sides. What do I do? <laughs> That's wicked stupid, dude. Wicked stupid? Wicked stupid. Okay. See, I love God. The Bible says, 1 John 4.20, If anyone says, I love God, and hates his brother, he is a liar. For he who does not love his brother, whom he has, who he has seen, cannot love God, whom he has not seen. Wow, that's, that's kind of a language that makes sense to me, not like all that other stuff you were saying before. So um, I guess now you have to go and put something on Facebook. I know there's only so many hours of a day, and you probably need to take off. No, actually, stepbrother's on TV. I'll just scooch over real quick. I'll just jump in here and hang out with you. All right. Well, that's different than everybody else who's been visiting. So uh, how'd you fall off the roof anyway? Well... I'm not sure how I fell off the roof, but they said it had something to do with the Prodigal Sons podcast last week, and I guess you all fell off a roof, and I hadn't. 
What, hey, when I get out of here, I heard that there's a basketball game on, on Monday night. Do you you want to play? Is that a contact sport? Because I'm really a contact sport kind of guy. I don't think they treat it like a contact sport, but they will once we go. All right, I'll bring my shoulder pads and my helmet. All right, well, sounds good. All right, buddy, I'll see you Appreciate there. Appreciate that, man. Thanks for stopping in. <laughs> Pastor Carey said. Oh, Prince You are. Hey, I'm doing the intro today. I have no idea. We should probably this plan these so things. Awesome. It's just weird because I thought there was an intro, but but I might have been dreaming about some some political did you ever hospital dream? Skit Did you ever about, dream that I was in the hospital? I had a dream that you were in the hospital. Me too. Some 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 guy from New England. I couldn't understand what he was saying. The chowder or something. Yeah, the chowder. That guy was pretty nice. Yeah. I had a dream you were in the hospital too. Really? And I'll put you there. <laughs> I had a dream that. Never mind. Don't you dare. <laughs> well, the nice thing is that you finally got to fall off a roof like the rest of us. I I did. I now, think. How did you enjoy that experience? I, told you I don't again, remember. He didn't no. fall. He got pushed. All I all I know is that you didn't have time for me because you this is what I remember about the dream. You didn't have time for me because you had to go home and hey, publish me. your hate. You didn't have time for me because you had to go home and publish hate. But my man over here, he wanted to watch Step Brothers with me. Kept talking about clickers and chowder and stuff. A wicked but... good movie. Huh? Can, can I ask you a question? <laughs> yeah, he stayed the... with you, right? Yeah. Where's your wallet? Well, it was around here somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's he's hanging on to it for me because he's a good guy. He doesn't want to make sure the doctors don't steal it or something. Yeah, okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. People are asking if they if we can have subtitles next time so that they can understand what you were <laughs> saying. They know exactly what I'm saying. Oh, they don't do? you worry about it. Okay, so that's Sean. How are you? Elijah. What would it be like? Dave. Hey, you guys. Tom, our producer, Sarah, <laughs> and our guest in the studio, Brian. What's up, Brian? All right, all right. What? We are the Prodigal Sons. You, you, go ahead. No, you don't have to let me in. I was going to let you finish. We are the prodigal anyway, son. Anyway, so I was... <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got a question, yeah, though. If, What's up? If, if our audience is here, why do we have the microphones? Because <laughs> we have two other people watching. Two up. Uh, it's a big week for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big week, big week. We got three viewers today. <laughs> Woo! Breaking I think, I think records. Facebook might be doing something. So is, is that what you were talking about? Was it you're talking about that movie, The Social Dilemma? I believe so, yeah. yeah. I gotta watch that. Somebody was telling me about that today, about yeah, how that, that whole algorithm thing is is crazy. It just what convinces, it? like it it does sound freaky. I mean, it makes sense. We all know this anyway. It's so, almost like it's almost like a like a sh like a shepherd, like like the the so, so do you, they just guide Sean, you. Sean, Tom, you have any idea what we're talking about? No. no. So no. apparently, this movie, The Social Dilemma, is available on Netflix, and not that I'm pushing it or anything. But there, somebody was telling me about it today, which basically means when you go on Facebook, it knows what you like and don't like, even if you don't click like or dislike or whatever, just by how long you spend on certain things. It knows what you like, and it keeps shepherding you into these corners where you're hanging out with people more and more like you, which you would think is a good thing, but it actually makes people hot, right? Yeah, so <laughs> okay, so if you order wow. these, they're really hey, hot. Buddy, welcome. Okay, so Tom... Like 20 minutes ago. 
Tom just made the mistake that I make twice a week, which is our prodigal son's tumblers are so good at holding heat. Ugh. You make a hot beverage, and then 30 minutes later, you think it's safe to take a big old swig, yeah. and you roast your face. Well, the thing that gets me is that it has a pretty big opening right mm -hmm. here, so you would think, yep. right? But no. Yeah, it's, de it's no. deceptive. Oh, it stays hot. I'm it's scared to drink I can't cold. tell you how many times... It stays wicked hot. Dead serious. How many times I've been in my kitchen... Took, taking a big old drink and spit it all over the floor because it was so hot. I do got to say, our cups are really, really popular. You get them, and then you wash them, and then it's different. <laughs> <laughs> Not the tumblers. The tumblers. Not the tumblers. The cups. The cups. Well, we're working on our, uh, we're working on our, what's, what's the our, word? Our, our, quality ish. Quality, quality control. control. Quality control. Did you see that picture and I sent? No. Yeah, yeah, so, so actually, they could see me. So this mine <laughs> is over here on my cup now. Did you put it in the dishwasher? No, I that's the thing. That's my wife. I hand washed it. Right. Yeah, but I, I guess I, just, the, I guess the water temperature was too hot and it moved. I don't know. I think it's a magical cup. I think it's Ooh. magical. I left mine yeah. in my car for two days, and with the hot weather, it just mine's oh. <laughs> so, fine. I left it here in the studio. Just so you know, two, so two things. Uh, just so you know, uh, uh, we are covered under excellent legal measures for being sued for our tumblers being way too good at their job and the mugs ending up saying something that'll spell <laughs> something your children won't like well how how bad could prodigal sons turn into if the letters switch around <laughs> this is not an anagram is guys there, is there anything on the comments is, right? come anagram. up uh, many words as you can from prodigal sons letters that's not really probably a great idea clean so. words clean words clean, clean words clean biblical words yeah they don't have to be biblical. they don't have just to be clean. biblical just clean just clean what what does clean mean not it means good. not to put your cup in the dishwasher don't, don't so, cuss on our feed yeah don't curse on the feed so yeah it will be deleted apparently facebook has been known to take down entire nations of, with war and infighting because of the social dilemma thing. We're Check that out. I don't know what I'm talking about yet. Deep. I haven't watched the movie. That was deep. If we have any new listeners right now, they're like, what are they talking about Is that like the stuff when like you say something out loud in your house and then there's like an ad for it on the Facebook page? Yeah, pretty yeah, much. Like I just assumed that was my personal CIA agent <laughs> that watches everything I do. Yeah, yeah and her name's, her name's Alexa. <laughs> <laughs> Alexa or Siri or hey Google remember Alexa and Google so can't do everything for you you can't ask them to do the laundry they received a question from the audience uh -oh. what's up with the pink water bottles well we're gonna get into this we're doing a, a little well might as well get into it now we're doing a little bit of a political we're doing a political show today uh, we've had uh, a lot of warnings from our lawyers uh, as well as our pastor our pastor my wife Every good counselor we can find has told us not to do this show. But honestly, my producer, <laughs> my dog. See, my dog was just. Yeah. Actually, my dog didn't care. Okay. Yeah, my dog didn't care. It just said, come back quick and bring food. Yeah, bring food. <laughs> Let me out. That's it. But we're doing a political show today. So the water bottles is our punishment. We're going to keep the. We're going to keep our political talk about uh, Christ, the gospel, and the church's role when it comes to politics. And so we have these water bottles with all these lines on them. Our punishment is if we say the name of a political candidate, we have to drink down to the next line. You may ask, what's in the water bottle? It's just water. How yep. does it smell like yeah. bleach? Water. The, the punishment is two things. One, I got these at the dollar store. So you don't know 
how they react to water, it might poison you by the end. Did you wash these before pouring the water in? My lovely wife washed Lisa did. Oh, Thank okay. you, Lisa. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you, Lisa. Because he would have just yeah, poured yeah. water in them. Yeah. He'd have poured gasoline from in the bathroom or something. That's an evil laugh, no. Dave. That's so sinister. The uh, so we drink down to the next line. The real punishment comes towards the end of the show when, uh, if you've said a, a political candidate's name several times. You'll be at the end of your bottle, and you can't get out to use the restroom because it's a live show. Question. Yes, sir. Just the precedents? Any political presidential candidate. Presidential name, or what about Any the vices? Any political candidate. Any political Any candidate, candidate whichever candidate. party. So if I say Pence. Yep, you got right now. Okay. And we have extra bottles. Oh, there's a fly in your head now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so that's it. And also at this time. I can do that. So wait, you're Please giving me do. a combination of coffee and water. Please. This yeah. isn't going to be For good. your little bladder. But go ahead. I'm sorry. At this time, also, I should probably uh, address our comments today. We just we talked about it. We just we were talking about shutting the comments off for the show. We decided to go ahead and leave the comments on so you guys can comment. But uh, our wonderful producer is sitting there with her finger on the trigger, ready to knock out any hateful comments. Or any politically suggestive comments. We got the power! I'll make sure I screenshot them quick first. Because I also have their view buttons. So I gotta behave. This is the time in the show where I thought we'd I thought we'd start a new category and and in true Dave fashion, I didn't ask any of you about it. you know how we've been doing the airing you know how we've been doing the airing of grievances? I'd just like to give an opportunity. Does anybody have any air any grievances that need to be aired? Any any issues that you need to be brought up and ranted about? or So so from past experience, questions like this that come from Dave means that he has something that he wants to get off his chest. No, I really, I don't have anything. I don't okay. believe you. I, I don't believe that I really at all, but, but. I just, it was it was in my notes from last week. Here it comes. Yeah, <laughs> it's a segue. It was in my notes from last week, and I thought, hey, maybe there are some grievances that need to be aired, like the Festivus tradition. Um, you guys have anything you'd like to complain about? There's a lot to complain about, Dave. Okay. But not really. I I'd mean, like to given, given the fact that we're having the show that we are having and the topic that is on, there's a lot to complain about. There's a lot to be said. But, you know, we'll let it all unfold in the show. And we won't just jump the gun. Okay. Oh, whoa, whoa, watch the gun word. Yeah, that's wow. a little. Watch. Wow, you're being really left with that. That's <laughs> That's <down>. right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh my! No sound effects necessary, Tom. Man. So to stay on the uh, to stay Terrible. on the political <laughs> to stay on the political theme for the Power show. Power of Christ compels you. <laughs> you had to use the demonic movie quote. Uh, I don't understand. Can, okay, before we continue, can you can you can thank you or oh or yeah, to, yeah please. So, um, I want to say thank you to Rowan McLeod. Uh, for this beautiful cross. I know it's going to be tough to see from that angle. But it is amazing. Um, it's a hammered steel. Very heavy. Uh, we're going to find somewhere to hang it up when we redecorate. I'm not going to hit you with it. Oh. Not till Monday during basketball. <laughs> <laughs> um, but thank you very much. We appreciate it. We also we will got find a place to put it. Yeah, go ahead, Elijah. It. And we also want to thank Rowan for We got this, in Sean fashion, we got this wicked sweet mixer, right? There you go. <laughs> for the producer. With multiple channels, and it's a total upgrade from what we had. So, thank you, Rowan. 
Sarah is very happy. And Tom is very happy because I don't have to steal his mic anymore. Yes. Pew, pew. But you can still mute it, right? Yes, yes, awesome. I can. Awesome. Go on, Tom. Tom. He's not talking. So, <laughs> you know, if we are on the topic of grievances, I do have one. There's a shocker. <laughs> Go ahead, Dave. <laughs> Just I'm very one. surprised. Yeah, I I'm gave very, very surprised. I gave you all a chance. Okay, so now I'm grieved, aggrieved or grieved, aggrieved. Aggrieved. I'm aggrieved. I agree that you didn't have any grievances, but also I am aggrieved. Tom's been rubbing off on me, and I sent a message out this week. Uh -oh. I was pretty upset with it. I started dying so far. Uh, I know what Kyle's thinking. So go ahead. we're thirty episodes in. Welcome to the Prodigal Sons, by the way. Episode 30. Episode 30. How about that? What's 30 in Spanish? 30. 30. Not 31. No, 31 is the next week. This week is 30. Así. Oui, oui. Bueno. Kiki. <laughs> Bien. This is what they mean about we don't stay on top. <laughs> if you're driving down the highway, all of a sudden you hear 30 seconds of sounds. <laughs> you think that encourages people to keep going or it encourages them to just turn the wheel right into the guardrail? <laughs> you know, funny. I talked to somebody at, at a Sheets today about the podcast, and he said he was going to have his wife start listening, and now I'm like, why did I even suggest that they start listening It's an interesting week. Yeah, but you know what? I mean, Seinfeld did well, and that was a show about nothing. Very true. This is a show about nothing part two. <laughs> part two. <laughs> so, okay. Grievance. Do so, right? Tom, Tom has been rubbing off on me. This week, I used to be Sean, where I'd get cut off and I'd chase somebody for 40 miles. Okay? And then I was just me, which was somebody would cut me off. I wouldn't be particularly happy about it, but I'd just get on with my day. Now, apparently, I've turned into Tom on some random moments that I'm not even prepared for. Where somebody cuts me off and I just go, God, I want to pray for this person. Right <laughs> Amen. You know, clearly they have somewhere to be. And they're having a rough day because they just gave me the finger. And, uh, yeah, just, just be with them. So I'm praying for complete strangers that are cutting me off. Now do, you, now, do you say that before or after you cut the tires? Oh, definitely after. Okay. Yeah. Right. Just make it sure. I, I only slash two tires now. That's very – one front, one back? Yep. Yeah, just, cool. and they have the whole thing, buy one, get one free tire, so you still only have to buy two. It's like I so did him a favor. You're still being thoughtful. Yeah. yeah. He got him new tires. Yeah. <laughs> Making sure they're safe. <laughs> yeah, I check the tread. If, they, if they're if a little low on tread, you slash them, and then they get new tires, it's safer to begin with. Absolutely. I'm just, we're, we provide a service. This is what we do. <laughs> so feel, on, on, that topic, <laughs> on that topic. On that topic. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm aggrieved. By Tom with this as well. Yes, I love this because new I was on 422 today, <laughs> and I moved over to the left hand because a guy was coming up the ramp to let him in, and he cut across both lanes, just missed me. And as I started to cuss him out, I stopped and said, "Lord, wherever he's getting, <laughs> let him get this safe." Obviously, he has more important things to do than me. Amen. So, um, don't look over here, Tom. Elijah. <laughs> don't look over here. Yes, don't look over here. This morning I was on it my was way Elijah to work. It almost hit me. That's this morning I do do the two lane cross sometimes. I was on my way to work this morning. <laughs> it's okay. I was on my way to work, and we were in a thirty five, and this person was doing twenty, and I said, "Lord, if you don't make them." <laughs> <laughs> 
So more of the story is that Sean prayed for Elijah earlier. We still, I still <laughs> called Elijah on the Lord was the one who cut him off. I still called on the Lord for help, though. It was selfish help, but to help me. But so at this point, you know what Donald Trump would do? Drink some more. Okay, there you go. I do. I was actually just thirsty. You want me to tell you? So we're going to do, <clears throat> sticking with the political theme of the show, why don't we do a political version of two truths and a lie? And here's the political part. If you want it to just be three lies, it can be three lies. What do you think? I got a quick question off topic. Are what you, happens, are if, just I, what happens if I drink this whole thing by 730? Then what happens? I got, if four, I say, I got four bottles of water. You got seven minutes. Start drinking. It's prepared. Okay. So there's that giant water bottle back here. Yeah, I thought that was good. Empty. Well, I, oh, I, I, it doesn't have to be. There's a whole case of water back he there. Said so. it's empty. There's a whole toilet full of water in the other room. Yeah, that's wow. where you fill these up at from to begin with. Only Tom's. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> Yours is brown, by the way. <laughs> There's something floating in there? <laughs> it's okay. All right, real quick, let's do this. All right, let's do it. You guys have two truths and a lie or yep, three I lies? Down right here. You got to figure it out. Sean said he's doing this on the fly. So, Okay, you ready? You want me to go first? Yeah, go ahead, Tom. All right. Go ahead, Tom. Wait, wait, no, you go first, Sean. I forgot what I was going to say. It was really good. So put the guy who's trying to do it on the spot. I get to go first. <laughs> yeah, right? it's the easiest yeah. way to do it. Just go yeah. on the spot. That's terrible. So, uh, I once got arrested for boosting cars. Boosting what? Cars, stealing cars. Cards yeah. in the cars. <laughs> I used to deliver cases of urine sample kits <laughs> to the hospital. Was this not that funny? <laughs> you got to pay bills. Man. Hopefully, you didn't drink. It was like job, no, like to Quest. Like I take like the sure. kits. So one time, you got in an accident, and it just came off <laughs> flying to the front. It was the empty kits, thing. like the boxes of the empty like cups. Oh, oh, oh okay. they're empty. Delivery. That's what I. The boxes of the kits, so they can get people. Here. I'm going to believe what I want to believe because this is the political show. This is the political show. It's all about. I'm going to interpret the way I want to interpret. I'm going to tell people later that they were full. This is the political show. And uh, I once jumped off a roof and fell on my head and ended up in the hospital. Did three people come to and visit three you? Three people came to visit me who did not give a crap about me at all. <laughs> well, two of them Well, did. two of them who didn't care about me at all and one who jumped in bed with me and watched Step Brothers. You got some interesting friends there, buddy. I'm going to go with... Oh, I don't know. Is that three lies or is that two truths and a lie? Those are three lies. I'm going to go with two truths and a lie. I'm going to go with two truths and a lie. Oh, we don't got one? No, you can't just say you're going to go with two truths and a lie. Well, no, okay, so right, which so one was it? Which, no, was no, it? No, 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 that's your final answer? Dude, that is my final answer. I can't speak for the they team. They are all three lies. I was never actually arrested for stealing cars. I feel like I just vandalized He got away with it. Darn. Yeah, I just never yeah. Got, got away with it. He was able to got away get rid of the car before they caught him. All right. Uh, one time I got in trouble for... Uh, I didn't get arrested, per se, but I was in handcuffs in the back of a police car for going twice the, twice the speed limit with no license. Uh, I cried at the movie Charlotte's Web. And I was once in a play for three nights straight in which I was supposed to sing a song, and all three nights I forgot the words. And I just made them up. 
That sounds like you, though. What was I the think, second one again? Uh, I cried <clears throat> at the movie Charlotte's Web. I think all. Can they all be true? You can do what you want, right? You can do whatever you want. Show, I think they're all true. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking that's three truths. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't cry at the Charlotte Web movie. Yeah, he was a little one. Two truths and a lie. <laughs> Bar ram you. No, um, I'm gonna say three lies. Yeah, I actually did it backwards because I wasn't thinking. It's uh, one truth and two lies. Oh. <laughs> I screwed you guys over. So the but song. Wrong. Uh, I didn't get in trouble for going twice the speed limit because I got away from him, apparently. Uh, I never actually watched the movie Charlotte's Web all the way through. And I once was in a play for three nights straight, and I forgot the words to the song I was supposed to sing and made them up on the fly all three times. <laughs> three different sets of three different songs? Yeah, different songs. yeah just completely different lyrics That's for the same awesome, song. Actually. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, that that is. That's because of the voice. They just hear the voice. They don't care about the words. He's got yeah, a voice. That, of I mumbled angel. through parts of it, and then I blamed it on the sound person. I was like, I don't know. This mic was. <laughs> That's terrible. Hey. All like right, you ready? Here's my turn. I got arrested for telling kids that I was the big That's man wolf. True. That's not true. He never said he was big. I raised a pet rat when I was younger. Ben I won a Rubik's Cubes contest. That's definitely That's not definitely true. a lie. <laughs> no, I actually believe the Rubik's because you used to have one at this shop and he was always messing with it. That doesn't yeah, mean he doesn't knew mean what he, he was doing. Do well, it's he was actually same, pretty good at it. It's the same one he had to see his two. He doesn't get it. Nope. He doesn't want to look up, so he did Rubik's Cube when it's the truth. Yeah, I think he the fiddles Cube, in, I think and the other two are alive. He fiddles when he's is, uh, trying to not. Who else get was in this contest? People my age. They're all lies. They're all lies. <laughs> They're all lies. Okay, so we're gonna go around the table. Lie. All, all lies. Of all of them lies. Elijah. All lies. All lies. Sean. I'm sticking with the Rubik's cube being the truth. Okay, Sarah, you want to chime in? Yeah, you have to. She wasn't paying attention. Yeah, I think the Rubik's cube is true. Okay, so uh, Brian, any words? Probably the Rubik's cube. Oh man. Okay. So here it is: the Rubik's cube, true. Oh. He was the Big only Bad one Wolf the arrested? True. No. <laughs> Raising the rat? True. Three truths. You got arrested. Okay, I need this story. How did and, you... and and the funny thing is that the first we so I had to go stilt? to court twice for it. The first time they asked the, they, they, they said there was a bunch of skinheads in the car because I had balloons in the back. All right? <laughs> so I picked up my girlfriend at what? the time at her school. And then I was dropping her off home, and it was her birthday, and there was balloons in the back of the car. My mom's, my mom's on. She knows it's true. And there was balloons. So when I went to court, the first time, they, they said, so the guy that went up to you about the big bad wolf, is he in the room? And they looked around. They said no. So the court, so I got it. So then the next time I went to court, because I stopped twice, right? So the next time I went to court, the, the cop actually told him, he's going to be sitting right here. Because the, the, the judge is like, so the person, right there in the front, he's that, that guy right there, right? Um, but yeah, so they're all, they're all true, man. All three of them. <laughs> okay, he said it was people his age. There's no way it was people your age. You beat the Rubik's Cube. Oh, the Rubik's Cube was actually, I was living in Puerto Rico at the time. So I was in about second or third grade. And I was against other second and third. We only had to do one color, the fastest. And I got the one color fastest. We had to do the whole, all the colors. Oh, well, oh, that was slick. You said people my age. It was the age you were when... Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, was the age, no, it was the age oh. when I was when I was younger, so... Right. Well, yeah. Your mother did right. confirm that you did get arrested. Thank you, me. mother. 
I guess. So is it? Uh, well, we. You have something, Elijah? Well, What's I, up with cookies? I still have to do mine, I guess. Oh yeah, go ahead. I th- yeah. That's right. I cut you off because you yeah. were still thinking about. Yeah, your Yeah, I was lies. still thinking. So I'll just say. I didn't want to lie. I'll just say I used to be able to dunk a basketball. Uh, that's probably true. I didn't get my first car till I was like twenty. And yeah, um. Is that bought or stolen? And I hung out with – I've actually gotten the cage with ligers. Ligers. Well, ligers are true. I think I think they're all true. Because I watched Napoleon Dynamite, and they mentioned them in that movie. So, <laughs> so I'm going to go with two truths and a lie. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, he man. did say that because his uncle was hunting wolverines. <laughs> two truths and a lie. Yeah, two, two truths, truths and a lie. Two truths. I'm gonna go. Oh, I'm gonna go Trump. three truths. Okay. <sighs> what do you think is the lie? The last one. What do you think is the Trump lie? Ligers. It's becoming a contest now. Trump. <laughs> just thirsty. Wait. Insane when you say games. these names, are these the people you're voting? No, I'm just joking. Um. So, what do you think is the truth uh, or the lie? What are they again? <laughs> oh, we don't have time. For oh this. my goodness! We got a whole hour and a half left of the show. I gotta, we gotta do. So. Yeah, I'm gonna have to fill up those water bottles. Yeah, yeah what, I gotta, what, what are you? Go ahead, answer his question. What do you think? He said, he said the last the one. The last, uh, yeah, the last one. I agree. The last the one. We're gonna lose all of them. They're all true. He's right. They're all true. Yeah. Okay. Bentley Brothers Circus. I worked there. What's a liger? I didn't even I think did. that existed. I forgot the whole spew. It was like the mother from the heated Serengeti. Blah 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 blah. But the owner. His name was Cowboy, and his wife was Diane. It was a lion dressed as a they tiger. Had, they, had, they had ligers, and they were all named after stones. They had Cody, Diamond, Sapphire, Ruby, Emerald, all of them. They and were lions dressed as tigers? No, they were actual ligers. Actual liars. Well, I even got to hang out with the elephants. actual liars. Is that true? Are there ligers fr- out there? That's a front yes. slip. <laughs> yes. There, there. All right. So that's I, the, the truth. All we, three were true. We're always accusing each other of having horrible transitions from the funny part of the show to the serious part of the show. Um, and so, by always accusing each other, I mean you guys are always telling me <laughs> that I have a horrible transition. But what you're doing now is good because yeah. you're setting this up well, for I, failure. I, I'm thinking we have another hour and a half of show left. <laughs> Why do you keep saying an hour and a half? Because it's no, 7.32. It's 7.32. <laughs> Our producer has told us we cannot make this a two-parter. You know we have a lot to talk about. And we're not even there yet. So uh, I would like to tell you a horrible story about yours truly that happened today. So <laughs> um, so uh, yesterday, my wife and I were at our, our new home that we're renovating. And we had to bring the cabinets over. Jorgensen. <laughs> we had to bring the cabinets over that we bought on, you know, used on Facebook. So they were all assembled. They were in the back of my, uh, my big enclosed trailer. So I pulled it over to the house with the pickup truck. But the way that the street works, I had to park on the wrong side of the street and sort of in the fire lane a little bit yesterday um, so we could unload them into the house. And to do that safely on a slight hill, I had to put chocks under the tires and all this stuff. And so we're working all day. We didn't, we didn't end up leaving until it was like 830. And I said, forget it. I'm just going to leave the truck there. I'll leave the trailer there, lock it up for the night and drive home with, with my wife. Um, so we did that. And this morning I showed up to the work site and I had this on my window, which is a lovely... Is that a Christmas card? It's a lovely citation from the Borough of Royersford. It was inside this lovely Ziploc bag. Wow, so it didn't get damaged. So it didn't get wet because it was raining last night. 
And I th- could you know, have been because of COVID too. Well, right. the thing is, I, I drove a different vehicle. I drove a different vehicle to the house, and I saw it as I was driving in. I said, "Whatever, I'll leave the ticket." It's an old city trick. You leave the ticket on there, and you don't get another, another ticket. <laughs> so I left the ticket on there. But then I started getting like frustrated about it. And I was running around doing some errands today, and I'm thinking about it. And I'm like, you know what? I bet I could get out of this ticket because you know every ticket I've always gotten is like 150 bucks, and they add court fees, and you're like 200 bucks and whatever. I'm like, I bet I could get out of this ticket if I just tell them that I drove the truck there to unload and I left the lights on and the battery died and I had to come back the next day. And I'm like, I could lie my way out of this ticket. What? Oh, are we still live? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> ah, I didn't realize we were on the air. Um, so that jumped into my head. And it took me, I, I want to I say, I'm like, I'm like sad to say this. It took me like a solid five minutes to talk myself out of that. Because my old life, like, I just would have lied my way out of it. And I was just like, no, you know what? You did something wrong. You did something you know was stupid. When you left last night, you knew that was a chance you were going to get a ticket for that. I was like, deal with it. Whatever it is, deal with it. And so I am happy to say that that was the course of events. That is true. And then I opened this thing. Let's see. Tom, how much is that ticket for? 25 bucks. 15 bucks. $15. And I, so I picked this ticket up off the windshield after I've had all these thoughts, after I went four hours without even looking at this thing. And I go, oh, I'm not going to lie for 15 bucks. <laughs> it's not worth it. And then it clicked. I'm like, I had a little voice in my head. I was going, how much would you lie for? Mm-hmm. Ooh. And I was like, oh, because when I thought it was like 150 or 200, I decided not to, but I did entertain the thought of lying to get out of a ticket. And then when I saw this ticket, I'm like, that's 15 bucks. That's not worth lying over. And I'm like, is there a price for your morality? Is there a price for doing the right thing? And with that, I'd like to say that I'm not going to sell out for $15. I have to say. Let's talk about politics. I have to say (laughs) that was the best transition ever. Cool. That I've ever seen from you. Should we just wrap it up and go home? We now? we should. All right. That's cool. It. Grab the pizza and let's go. <laughs> That's episode thirty in the books. All right. All right. So, <laughs> the verse of the day is out of Luke six forty five. The good person, out of the good treasure in his heart, produces good, and the evil person, out of his evil treasure, produces evil. For out of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaks. I thought for the quote of the day. We could do the John Wesley, how to vote. John Wesley said like several hundred years ago, uh, I met those of our society who had votes to the ensuing election and I advised them as so. To vote for the person they judged most worthy. To speak no evil. This still applies today, right? Mm. So we vote for the person we judge most worthy. Like that's still, I think that still sort of applies. Worthy could be different definitions. But number two is we speak no evil of the person that they voted against. So no smear campaign? Yeah. Well, we wouldn't tell anybody. We would speak nothing ill of the person that we voted against. That's That still applies, right? Where? Today? Yeah, here. Have you? That's That's no good? We're not doing that one anymore? I plead the one, This is John Wesley. It's the guy like they started our church. We're not doing that? Mm. We're done with that one? Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Number three is to take care their spirits were not sharpened against those that voted on the other side. So we're not upset with anybody who votes differently than us. 
This is some heavy stuff. Why? It's it's, it's heavy <laughs> because it's not true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a little, it's, it's a little it's convicting. Just, it's just not. It's just oh. not. I mean, that's how you want it to be. Kamala Harris. That's how you will. Can I still use Harambe? <laughs> well, is can you you could use? Uh, he was written in. Who was the the rapper who? Kanye, right? Is that what you just said? I said Harambe, but I, I will use Kanye. Yeah, Kanye is Yeezy. <laughs> All right, half the water is gone. Sean's still got a full bottle. Yeah, Sean. Sean's not playing. He's not. He, he has a separate bottle because he didn't want to utter the words. Well, I got a separate <laughs> bottle too. I don't want to soil my mouth with with such things. Cause he's, cause it's Tom a contest. Because Tom is being a good sport. Yeah. So ooh. somebody over here is being wicked stubborn. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! Things are changing. Yeah, sure. You didn't get any taller. What? Go ahead. What you about to say? What? What should we, the church, do about politics? Okay. So. Oh, okay. you can jump right in. No, man. go ahead. You no, can jump. You're ready. <laughs> well, because because honestly, because I'm I'm mad at at the way the Christians. Or acting up about politics. Um, there's a, there's, 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 it's just, it's, it's dividing the church. It's dividing friendship. It's dividing families. And the thing that's really upsetting to me the most is when I hear someone, I want to call so many people out, but that's not what I'm going to do. But when I hear someone say that a certain person is not a Christian or is not a believer because they're voting for a certain party. That is just straight up wrong. We're, we're hearing a lot of this. I, this election specifically, man, there's a lot of people who are like, are just calling people out and saying, you're, I, I've heard it several times. How could you call yourself a Christian and vote for? Yeah, that is wrong. Well, do you think there's a place for politics in the church? Because, I mean, of course. How, like, how, I mean, like you make that fit. Like, do you think there's a place for it? You mean like Joe there, Biden? There, there, there's a place for it as far as talking about it, right? Educating ourselves about what's going on, and but but the most important thing about it is being able to have differences and still be social and okay with each other. Right, because that is what you said is so vital it's subtle but it's vital to our relationships with each other because politics when you boil it all down is everybody is these candidates promising to give something you know in exchange for a vote right and what they're giving is usually help to people which is what the church should be about so yeah the church should be about politics the church should be about the, i'm sorry it shouldn't be about politics the church should be okay with voting should be part of voting because they should be trying to help people, but it shouldn't. It shouldn't divide us. Is what but that's what I was trying to say. It shouldn't divide us because what? Let me ask you this: If I don't vote for who you're voting for, do you think my candidate has any good values? I'll say the only way I can answer that is to answer this: I wouldn't vote straight ticket. So there's something that that whoever you're voting for in that party, I may not agree with, but there might be something that somebody else in that party I agree with. So I would so maybe your candidate, I wouldn't dislike you for who you're voting for. I'll have my own thoughts about it, but that's you. So it comes down to what different people value. And so 
the Democratic side may say, hey, I like that there's more money coming out of people's taxes who can afford to pay the taxes to help those in need. Is that not a Christian value to help people in need? Where the other side on the Republican, they could say, I would never, ever vote for somebody who put a Supreme Court justice in power who who would uh, allow abortion. See, for me, and that's protecting human life. Does that not have value? So both sides are giving a value. They just happen to value things slightly differently. And yet they're or they put, or like you said earlier, they put a, a number on on what they value. Yeah, because I mean, I am not when it comes to politics, I am not the sharpest tool in the shit. I'm not. I just I just really don't get down with politics. I'm not even a tool in the shed. But you're not you even in the building. Tool. Good one. But <laughs> but you know when it when it comes to like I have talks with multiple people. <clears throat> one guy I work with a lot. And he and he I kind of believe what he says. Like a lot of people can look at a politician and say, like, look at politicians as heroes. But in my opinion, being as I don't know a lot about politics, in my opinion, everybody has an agenda. Yeah. And a lot of times, it's a lot of times it's straight Wizard of Oz. Like it's like, pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Exactly. This is what I'm showing you. And uh, you know, I because I don't know everything that's going on. Like you still got people talking about emails from that Rodham lady. <laughs> and you know, and, and when it comes to politics nowadays, after the last election, when the current administration, because I'm not saying current administration or 45, was elected, I've noticed more kids, like under the age of like 16, who knows way more about politics than you would expect a teen to know because of such a fiasco it was the first go around. So... So my uh, the, the issue that I think that we keep talking about behind the scenes that we've been over the last few weeks when we knew this was coming and whatever we keep talking about. You all right, Tom? Yeah, I'm good. It's just it's it's I'm passionate about this topic. We be careful. We keep coming back to this thing of like the I, the idol mentality that we see in in the church is we see people who who and we all know who they are. You go on Facebook, you you, you go into a crowded restaurant. You see this person and you're like, oh man, they're they're going to be talking about politics today. Like they're going to be talking about their candidate. They're going to be talking about why the other side is absolutely wrong. Why why you know the other side is evil or, or whatever. And the I would challenge people and have challenged people to make sure that the person that they are voting for has not become their idol. And I think a solid test for it has your candidate become an idol to you is. Do they say anything that you're not in lockstep with? Can you say, I appreciate this person's <clears throat> stance on, you know, foreign affairs, but I really don't like how they, you know, how they are voting for child welfare laws. But no, what you see is people are like, they explain away any perceived faults in their candidate and they, they highlight all the faults of the other candidate. In other words, they're, Without even questioning it, if I said it, it, to a Joe Biden supporter, I'll get to it in a second. If I say to a Joe Biden supporter, two drinks. Two, let me finish my sentence. If I say to a Joe Biden supporter that your candidate came out and said that all these 
people should be shot in the street. They'll automatically go into defense mode. Well, what he actually meant was, how do you know? <laughs> You've never met the guy. I think all politicians, I think, all, I think, like you said, when they highlight, they highlight certain things, I think the way they get around lying by not lying is they omit certain things well, so it doesn't yeah. come out as a lie. Yeah. I'm sorry, like there's, there's so many things about there's so many things about some of these candidates that some people have good things to say, some people have bad things to say. I'll say what I have to look it up, but from what I understand, the current administration was. You know what a five twenty nine is, right? I yeah. think it's a B five twenty nine. At one point, you were only when you put money away for your kid for college, it was only for college. That was it. Mm-hmm. If you took it out like a four hundred one k, you get penalized and everything. But from what I understand now in the current administration is that doesn't have to be used for college only. It could be used for like a trade school or something different. Yeah, there are good that's things. A, yeah, that's, sure. a good, yeah. that's a good thing because not all kids want to go to college. Well, we're getting into what I keep saying is this tribal mentality is what they call it. Tribal identity, tribal mentality. When you go, I am a Republican. That is what I am. And no matter what happens, I will be a Republican. And if the next Republican candidate is not a good guy... I'm still going to vote for him. That's my guy. I don't care if he's not a good guy. He's my guy. He represents, like, I don't know. I, That's I, that union in, union mentality. Yeah, I get I get really, I'm not okay with that. And, and to be honest, uh, you know, there's been a lot of things where I'm going, I don't even know if I can get to a point where I can, and I'm not going to say which, which candidate or which side I'm on, but the, uh, you know, I get to a point where I said, I can't endorse what this person's doing. And I've noticed that over the last several elections, that's where I'm like, man, I don't know if I can really endorse who this person is or. Because you're allowing your morals to take to take precedent. Isn't that OK? That, like, is, yeah. that is more than OK. <laughs> but it seems like it seems like I get killed in, in, the, in church circles for doing that. That's because, like, you explained very well before. Very well. Very well. Like, that's why I just been you've been explaining this awesome It is because there's two sides to every story. So there's. There's morals in both sides. There's good things in both sides. You, you know? sound like but, but the problem is that we focus on all the bad stuff. So when we say you're voting for this party because of the bad stuff, how can you vote for that? Be- and then we, we bash it. Well, you're voting for this bad stuff. Oh, yeah, I like and, that. And, 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 you know, that's, right. that's when... Yeah, I'm lying. voting for my guy because of all the positive stuff he's ever said or done. But and I can't believe vote, you're bad. I like that. I haven't yeah. heard that before. Yeah. But you're voting for this guy because you must be for all the bad things that he's for. Wow, I never thought about it that way. Yeah. That's really this, cool. This, this, they're conniving, man. Politicians, I'm sorry. They're just, they're just conniving. A lot of them are conniving. Like I, for one, when it comes to politicians, I can't take you at face. Like I can't take you. I can't take what you say and everything has to be taken with a mountain of salt, not a grain, but a mountain because you have an agenda and yeah. I know you want to reach that agenda, but you, most, most politicians will step over their yeah. mom to make it to the top. And the crazy thing is the same people who will jump down your throat for uh, questioning their candidate. They would admit, openly admit that all politicians and everybody in power, like, yeah, they compromise their morals for a vote. They line up with these people for a vote. They line up with these people for a vote. They shake everybody's hand and behind their back, they're doing all this stuff. And and yet they're still going to jump you for questioning if the person's a good person. 
It's really hard to do this show without doing names. Wow. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. Because I look at I look at almost every almost every politician the same. They all have good qualities. They all have bad qualities. But like I said, they all have an agenda. Yeezy. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> so how do you align yourself with a candidate but not endorse everything that they say? Got to do your research. Yeah, I mean it. it, it and I was just going to say that it all comes down to do your homework. <laughs> you got to do your homework. Yeah. And the, th the thing is, I'm, like this year specifically, I'm looking at all these third-party candidates, and I'm like, is there anybody? Like, because the, the, the people keep telling me, well, if you vote for third party, you know, you're basically just throwing your vote you're away. You're throwing your vote away. Or if you if you if you abstain from voting, then you're basically voting for the other guy. No, not really. Yeah. Yeah. I, like I was telling you before, if there's two jars that you're going to fill with jelly beans. And everybody has a jelly bean. I choose to not put mine in. I didn't vote for anybody. I didn't vote for the other guy or the perceived bad guy because I didn't vote for the good guy. But you know what they say when you don't, right? They say if you don't vote, you can't be upset about what goes on that during the next administration. Right. I have this saying that I've always used, which is um, I vote with my dollar, which is to mean like – I'll give you an example. I don't go to um, – I think of a place I don't go. I don't go to KFC. I don't like KFC. I mean, it's not that I don't like KFC. I just think Popeyes does a better job. I think Chick Fil A does a better job. I don't go we to. You're not being paid to endorse them, by the way. <laughs> so uh, this is a horrible example, but I vote with my dollar. Like I didn't say anything negative about KFC until right now, but I just chose not to support them. Why? Why can't you treat your vote like that? Where I, I have this idea that if they count up all the the uh, all the numbers, and they go, wow, this is the lowest turnout ever. Maybe they should question, hey, did we put out candidates that were quality? They won't question. They no, won't. hey, our side won. Yeah, right. Pop the champagne. <laughs> Change the color from red to blue, blue to red. Let's I do guess. this. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, so I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, Tom, you look like you got a lot on well, your well, mind, bro. I, I, got, I, got, I, I, got, I got something I want to say, but it's more of a closing statement. Um, so I don't know if Sean wants to talk because I got a funny feeling Sean's going to say some of the stuff that I might say. So I, have a, what? I have a closing statement too. So I'm going to say mine. I'll let you have the last word. Okay? okay. So just tell me when we're getting ready to close. I'll say mine. You say yours. and then. Okay. But let's give them like the, to, to Shawnee. Shawnee boy. Sean's there. been talking this whole time. I mean, I'm getting sick of hearing. I'm talking to everybody online. I didn't I'm talking think, to you guys. I honestly didn't think I'd be talking this much. I'll be so, quiet now. Um, kind of like the skit earlier. I mean, you just can't go with what's on the news. I mean, like I said, you, you really have to be informed. But but they have shiny teeth. Yeah. <laughs> and nice and, hair. Yeah. And, uh, with fly accessories. That's yeah. awesome. But anyway, all in all, I mean, let's be honest here. Who's really in control when it's all said and done? Amen. Yeah, that's right. Who really has the authority here on earth? Yeah. It's not any of the candidates running. It's not any of the candidates that have run in the past or will run in the future. But what we do have to remember is there is biblical truth and why we vote. And all that. So uh, I actually brought Romans 13. Um, and I've been, I'll be honest, I've been looking at this all week coming into this show because I don't, I, in my political view, I don't try to dislike either candidate. Like, like, well, I just said, I try to look at the goods and the bad and try and weigh which one. Uh, I don't belong to either political party. So, I try to go based on who will do the best in office, what lines up with my opinions. So, 
um, for me, this this really hit me this week when I was reading it. And not that I didn't know it, but this really kind of put things into perspective for me. Uh, and it's Romans 13. Let every person be subject to the governing authorities. For there is no authority except from God. And those that exist have been instituted by God. So I have a couple more parts of that, but, I want, but that right there says it all. That there is no power here on earth that God has not granted to somebody to be in power. So therefore, uh, sorry, I lost my place. Therefore, whoever resists the authorities resists what God has appointed, appointed, and those who resist will incur judgment. So, if we resist, so even if you don't agree with who goes in in November, I mean technically January, whoever, whoever wins the election, even if you don't agree with that, Understand that if you resist against that, mm-hmm. you will incur judgment from God. Yep. That is, that's been weighing on me all week because I am the guy that, if I didn't like the particular candidate, I would be like, that guy's a jerk, and I can't stay. I can't believe that we voted for. This put a whole new importance on voting for me. I'll be honest. In forty-one years, I never thought voting was even worth doing. I did it because that's what you're supposed to do, but I could care less to be honest. This week, to me, Dave, you were saying about the jelly bean in the jar. If you don't vote for this person, you're, you're not. You kind of are. Because if the th- four of us go vote, and I'm the only one that puts a jelly bean in, and the other guy was the better candidate, and you guys were going to vote for him and didn't, my guy wins automatically because I'm the only one that voted. No, I'm sorry. I did a bad job explaining that. What I meant was if I don't think that either candidate well, is okay. a good guy. And not that I think one is better than the other, but if I just can't endorse either one of them, I'm okay not voting and letting whoever decide. I got you. So uh, what you were just saying, though, like uh, about if you are rising up against that person or saying something, I I heard something today that I thought was really cool. And it was a way to fact check if your view on politics is uh, biblical. It said the the biblical view on politics would never cause you to hate someone. So if you find yourself hating the other side or the other candidate, you are not you do not have a biblical view on politics. You could think somebody's better, but if you actually hate them, the other side. Sorry. No, I got you. It, it to me, like I said, I just spoke volumes this week that if you go, it's like anything. Else. To me, like if God has allowed somebody to take office, He has a plan. He has a purpose for that. So it's just like if I went out in the street right now and shot somebody or I stole your wallet or I kicked your cat. It's a sin. You're going against God's authority. I'm like sorry, did I steal, did I steal no, your phone? No, kicking would, cat sounded like fun. but Well, yeah, I'm, with you. God's I'm with you. I'm not a cat guy. But you know what I mean? Like, that's his, there goes two of our viewers. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. Sorry. So, so just the, the last part that I wanted to share from uh, Romans was... For the rulers are not a terror to good conduct, but to bad. Would you have no fear of the one who is in authority? Then do what is good, and you will receive his approval. For he is God's servant for good. But if you do wrong, be afraid, for he does not bear the sword in vain. For he is the servant of God, an avenger who carries out God's wrath on the wrongdoer. We have to remember all in all, through every part of this, there are two constants throughout the whole bible 
love God, love people. Mm -hmm. So when all is said and done, after you've cast your ballot, leave your opinion in the ballot box. Yeah. I'm, that's just, and that's my opinion. That was John Wesley's opinion when he said, "I won't speak evil and exactly. against people who who vote differently than I do or the other candidate." Because no matter how, we could all write the same candidate on a paper, but if God does not want that candidate in office, yeah. that is not going to happen. Yeah. Even if everybody wrote the same name on the paper, God would still figure out a way to take care of it and not put that person in power if He doesn't want that person I mean, in power. Wouldn't God, be hard for Him to do. God put Saul in, in power as the first king of yeah. Israel, and he had David come around and take it from him. So God will do what he needs to do for his purpose. And we need to remember that no matter what happens after this election, God is still in control. God still has the authority. And the only king on this earth is Jesus Christ. And that's the most important part of this. So I'd like to try to make a quick point in about two minutes here. Um, I heard a really interesting idea in which uh, Saul on the road to Damascus was his conversion story, right? You know, Saul, Saul was not a good guy. He was a, he persecuted Christians. He was like the evil, the evil, you know, an e evil dude, right? Before his conversion experience, Sean, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. He was persecuting um, Christians. What would have happened if he died before that conversion experience? We should always allow for the possibility that whoever we don't think is redeemable, that they could be redeemable. Or the views and opinions that somebody has can change over time with the values that Christ puts in their heart. And the, the, because Tom started this whole thing by asking, are you a Christian if you don't vote for a specific party? And I would challenge you with this. How, about, how do you explain if you think Christians can only vote Republican? Then how do you explain that black evangelical churches primarily vote Democrat. Are they, are they not Christians? Do they not have values that Christ has instilled in their heart? Or possibly it's because they have slightly different values than other people do, than the white evangelical churches. How dare we say, as white conservative Christians, <laughs> didn't lump you in there, Elijah, me, um... as, as primarily white conservative Christian churches, that you have to, in order to be a Christian, you have to vote Republican. When the black evangelical churches, who have the same doctrine, the same Bible, pray to the same God, primarily vote Democratic. You cannot tell me that that, that, that works. Because they have different values. And the, you, how can you, look, I'll give you an example. How can you be both pro-life and anti-immigration? You're pro-life because you believe that life is sacred and God loves everybody and everybody is to be protected. And yet people without health care, without doctors, without food, are starving and desperate to come into a country. And you want to build a wall and keep them out. That's what started me on this, this whole different experience. Of like, hey, let me think about like what would Jesus do in these situations when it comes to politics and not just stay on one side of the fence. Like, what if I actually thought about these issues? There would be no was, fence or no wall. I preached in a church and it was not about politics. I preached in, on Christ's love. And I happened to make a mistake. Apparently, the church thought I made a mistake. A mistake in air quotes. Was that I said, if you were born a couple thousand miles from here, south of the border, and you had a family and children who didn't have food, and one of your children was sick, and you needed to get them to care, you would swim any river, jump any wall, dig a ditch, 
you'd get them 20 miles away where they could get appropriate care, wouldn't you? Wouldn't that be the Christian thing to do? But yet on the other side of the wall, those people think that you're a criminal for doing it. And boy, did I get hate mail for saying that. For preaching a sermon about love and just saying, hey, maybe we should understand people and where they're coming from. Because that's what Christ does. He meets people where they are. He wants to change their heart. He knows that you can't vote out sin. He knows that you can't regulate sin. He knows that you can't change somebody just by making laws. If people want to do something, they're going to do it whether it's legal or illegal. Yep. But he, but Christ shows us that if we reach in and change somebody's heart, that then the sky's the limit. Christ can take them from there and make them into whatever he wants them to be. But that's just, I don't know, that's just where I'm at. Just people, some people are just stubborn, man. People see what they see. And they don't think anybody can change, and they just just keep going at just keep going after them. Just one person. Just. What breaks my heart is when something as silly as whether you vote Republican or Democrat builds up that wall to where people don't care what you think anymore, and they don't care about your Jesus, and they don't care about okay, your salvation. Anything, anything they don't about care about you. your salvation ex experience Nothing. because you just told them fifty times they were stupid because they were endorsing the wrong person. That by the way. It's probably, you know, full of crap anyway. Like, you know I, what I mean? I, I'll say this real fast before you go, Tom. My kids have me watching Hamilton nonstop. I got to watch it. To play time. nonstop. And <clears throat> Leslie Oldham Jr. plays Aaron Burr. And when he's teaching Alexander Hamilton the ropes to politics, he couldn't have said it any better. He said, he said talk less. Smile more. Don't let them know if you're against or if you're for. Hmm. Yeah, that's, that'll work. Yeah, cool, right? That's, that's what you like? That's yeah, good. awesome, man. Which one Great. of if if one of us were going to run for president, who would it be? I, I clearly talk too much. It needs, it, if it's got to be talking less. It definitely will be me. Definitely, I don't like the president. Every time he speaks, my eardrums bleed. I think it's Sean. I think, I think Sean's Sean got to run for president. I think Sean's the one that would run, run for, president. for president. He's yeah. contemplative. I think his only his, his catchphrase would be, I'm not a crook. Although, in the debate, he might swing. We haven't had it. <laughs> if you get a man at all, he might take a swing. Just, oh, just, he might take a swing. I'll just keep a cinder block under the podium. Yeah, 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 just toss a cinder block across the So he's going to win the debates. We haven't had a president with a beard for a while, have we? need a top hat. <laughs> our American cousin, you want to go see our American cousin? <laughs> oh, Tom, did you want to close us out? Yeah, please? so I, there, there's a couple things I, I want to. First of all, wanna... we decided is this a two parter or a one parter? Um, well, I think we, I I mean, think we should don't finish. Don't look at Sarah. It. She's going to. Sarah's going to say I, no. I, I think we should finish <laughs> um, it tonight. Well, let me wrap something up and then we could decide if we're going to continue, right? So um, that means he wants to. For me, it, it's, it's, it's less about who you're voting for and more about how you're acting that's really getting to me. Um, and I'm talking to a lot of the Christians out there. Uh, right now, I'm going to read a verse from Romans 16, 17 to 18. Okay? I appeal to you, brothers, to watch out for those who cause divisions and create obstacles contrary mm. to the doctrine that you have been taught. Avoid them, for such persons do not serve our Lord Jesus Christ, but their own appetites. And by smooth talk and flattery, they deceive the hearts of the naive. So here's my problem that so I'm having. So who are we to avoid? People who cause division? People who cause division. 
Ah, that's profound. Yeah. So, so my the problem I'm having, right, is 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 by by people that are causing division. What what you're really doing is you're breaking relationships with people, right? And if you read this book right here, it tells you that the only way is to have a relationship with God, right? And the only way we can work on our personal relationship with God is through our personal relationships with other people, right? So if we're out there breaking relationships with other people, how are we working on our relationship with God? We're not. Yeah. We're doing the exact opposite, and that scares me because, man, I want to call so many people out right now, but I'm not going to. There's just so many names that I have right now. But but there's one in particular mean, mean. That, that, that I've looked up for you forever, Right. And and the way you're acting right now by saying that if you vote a certain way, you are not going to go to heaven and you're not a Christian boggles my mind. You need to uh, get back to the basics. I think you should speak on it. Cause this not, sounds like you, got a, you got a lot. You got a lot. I mean, dude, I, just I, see, I can go into after, a part two for this. I just I can see I, it's weighing on you. Do you want that on you for it, another it, week? It hurts. It hurts me to see my brothers and sisters out there acting childish well how hurt how well if it hurts you if it hurts you that much let them know that it hurts you like it's it clearly is weighing on you and i don't think you're going to be able to go a whole nother week all right you know what on on the political vein let's let's make this democratic raise your hand if you want a part two i could do a part two but i I, i'm also preaching about it october 25th so sarah's a swing all right no we know where she's at all right so we're not going to do a part two do you do you do you guys feel as though you absolutely need it? No, but I do need five more minutes if we're not doing a part two. Oh, you can have five more <laughs> minutes. But Tom, I want to say, like, actually, on a mic, the Bible says that if you have a problem with someone, you need to take it to them, mm-hmm. not in public, but take it to them. And yeah. if they still don't listen to you, there. then you take two or three people, maybe a pastor, maybe some elders from the church, and you take it to them again. There are there, that is there, what the Bible there, says. These Let's people, not... I won't be able to go to them. Yeah. These that's... are people that I know. These are people that are big preachers in the world, talking to the to the world. These are people that I follow on Facebook. You I've messaged still them. Still write them letters. I've messaged them. Oh, yeah. I have messaged them. <laughs> so the one thing I wanted to get to real quick. I'm not sure if Sean's like, going to make it. These are people that I hang out with Here, that are Sean. saying this. These are people that, that have power. Is Sean crying? He's so passionate and moved by what you're saying. He's for Clem. Oh, he's drinking out of the pink bottle. I gave it to him on purpose. But go ahead. So, I think during the show and throughout our talks, you can tell that I'm not crazy. I, I'm a conservative. I, I am a conservative. And I'm not crazy about where uh, the party that I used to vote for, um, where, where they've been headed the last 10 years or so. Um, so the one thing I wanted to say was, uh, I used to listen to conservative talk radio all day long. I listened to all the big names and a couple of smaller ones, uh, some of the early podcasts. And I was just, my job used to be to drive all, you know, about 10 hours a day. And so I'd fill my head with 50 hours of conservative talk radio every week. And what I noticed was I was going home every single day with my blood pressure through the roof and I was angry. Yeah. I'd be at dinner with my wife just talking about all the nasty politic, political stuff that was been going on during the day and I can't believe this person did this and this person did that. Don't they understand? What are all these? And I've just found myself getting angry on the street. I get angry with people who had the wrong bumper sticker on their car. 
And it dawned on me one day after years of listening to this stuff and being so wrapped up in politics that two things had happened. One was that I found out that my political candidate of the moment, whichever one it happened to be, um, my Republican candidate of the moment had become the person at the top of my mountain. It was the person I looked up to, the person that I wished would be in power, the person that I wanted more power to go to him, and they'd become my idol. And the second thing was this. I was driving home one night and I realized that the talk radio person, personality that I'd been listening to for the last several hours, who'd fired me up and made me so angry and made me upset at the world, they're not angry. They pretended to be angry and indignant on the radio. They're, they did their job. They're driving home in a Mercedes to a house that's way nicer than mine because they did their job well. And that was to fire people like me up and get me angry because hate sells. Anger sells. When you watch these completely biased news stations on both sides, MSNBC, Fox News, and the like, they're not impartial mainstream media. Their job is to make you angry because anger sells. When they get a half a story, that sells. Anger spreads and is easier to sell than anything else. If they went on, on there and sold you, showed you videos about puppies playing pianos, you'd stop watching after a while. But if they tell you a story about what the other side did and make you angry... You're going to tune in again and again and again. You know, we see this with all with all the media. They fire us up. They make us upset. Even with the debates. That's like the worst reality TV show I've ever watched in my life. They're not debates. If they were debates, they'd have mute buttons. They want you just to be angry. They want you to tune in and be angry. If you find yourself being angry at the wrong bumper sticker, at a person who votes differently than you, you need to check yourself with the Holy Spirit. You need to make sure who's on top of your mountain, that it's Jesus Christ if you're a Christian, and that you are speaking to people like Jesus would speak to them. He didn't care how they voted before he cared what was in their heart. If And by the way, I don't think he ever cared how people vote, as long as what's in your heart matches what, he, what the Holy Spirit's telling him. I'm out. <laughs> oh, anybody else got to close? That was, you got to close? I think we should have a part, okay, too. Man. You, you just got more and more, don't you? I mean, I got a ton that I that I could say, and I'm I'm not gonna just go right now. But but yeah. Yeah, but they're gonna throw stuff at him when he's my, preaching. My my my, could, my, sermon, my sermon is completely different than the things I'm talking about here. Well, I'll tell you what. We'll, we'll decide this after the show. Why don't we just close for tonight? Close in prayer. Do you have a Do you have a close? Like I think he already did it. Well, no. I mean, my my, my closing is 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 the double standard of relationships. You can't you can't say you can't say that that if you if if you're you can't you can't get mad at somebody and say, oh, I'm not talking to that person and and ruin relationships. When what we're supposed to be doing is building relationships with people to work on our relationship with God. That's Reading the Bible concept. and praying does not work on your relationship with God. Working on relationship with people works on your relationship with God. This helps you. This, 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 this sharpens your tools that you need when you go out there and you face the people that, that God wants you to face. That's more of the stuff that I'll be doing on the sermon. But Let's pray for tonight. Let's do it. That's a good way to close. Thank you. That's pretty good. Oh man! Wait, aren't you gonna do your thingy? Got that. What thing? Oh, that's after the prayer. Yes. Wow. Let's do it. Right. Oh no, it's your prayer. 
be good. All right, you want to hey, listen? If you're fired I'm up, you want to do it. I'll hand it over if you're ready Sean, to go this week. Sean, don't blame it on him. We've only done thirty of these so far. Yeah, it's just, just saying, if he's feeling it, if he's feeling the spirit tonight, I'll allow him to vote. Uh, to, yeah, to, <laughs> to vote. I just read it on the thing. If you want to pray. Thanks. You have my approval. My people have been trying to vote for a long time. Oh, 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 wow. You know what? It's, Good see job. you, I wasn't going to say anything. But, like, when it comes to. I don't know if there's no any praying after that. It, but, no, but when it comes to voting and it comes to this country, there is a. During the last election, I keep telling you guys about the show Blackish. There is a, a monologue that the dad says about voting and this country. And I think you guys should check it out. Oh, One more quick thing, because I don't know if we're going to do a part two. Uh, so so let me just leave you with this. At least do your homework at a local level where, where we can possibly make a big difference with the local politicians in the area and get involved with the community and see what you can do that way. Uh, that's, that's a great way to go into it. Well, that's good because local and state politics actually are more important to you than the federal politics. Absolutely. Anyway. Yep. Because states <coughs> run themselves. So, it's really good. So, guys at home, if you have any prayer requests, please feel free to post them at this time as I go around. Dave, what you got this week? Let's pray that through all this firestorm, we wouldn't forget who's in charge and pray for those who need the one who's in charge. And I don't mean... Donald Trump. I know who you mean. Tom, what you got? He's got a three-parter. No, you know what? I don't even have a prayer request. I I, I got a, a thankful to God. Uh, okay. I, I personally want to thank God that I got the chance to meet Brian. Um, Brian, I, I really think you're a really cool dude. I'm glad you're here with us today. Uh, I'm glad that you and Sean connected and, and we got you here. And and I hope to Let's see speak. you again here, man. And and it's it's really great meeting you. He's if you keep coming back, we're gonna give you a job. He's the best studio audience we've had yet. I mean, I don't think he threw anything. I am amused by you. That's good. <laughs> yeah. That's all we can ask. Yes. So that's, I just want to I just want to praise God for bringing him into our lives. Yeah. That's all. all right. Amen. Elijah. With everything that's going on in the world, I just pray that the country can come together somewhat. I know it's not going to fully happen, but I just hope that, you know, I, I hate saying this phrase, but uh, that we can just all get along. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, it's true. <laughs> can't we all just get along? I'm sorry. All right. <clears throat> we get it back together here. Sarah, you got anything this week? Uh, yeah, my grandma, she came out of surgery yesterday, um, hip surgery, and she's already walking with the cane. Cool. Amen. So, so are we praying, so, so are we we praying for, for the thing? Is that a thanks or are we praying? That's a praise. All right. So we can expect her to show up Monday night for basketball. Yeah, she'll totally be there for basketball. <laughs> Dunk on Elijah. She's got Tom. <laughs> she's probably taller than Tom. <laughs> wow. Brian, you got any prayer requests this week, buddy? Uh, I'm working with a dog coaching agency that's find potential employment, so just... Oh, absolutely. Nice. Yep. Pray for Brian to help help him find a job. Cool. All right. Um, guys, if anything um, anything else comes up, I will feel I'll pray for that later in the week. Uh, but we're going to go into prayer at this point. Father God, as always, 
we thank you for the opportunity to come together, to be in your presence, and to speak about the issues that you ask us to speak about, Lord. Because all in all, the only control, the only authority, the only power on this earth belongs to you. Help us to remember that, Lord. Through all things, you are still in control. So, Lord, we ask that you would change those that need to be changed and be with those who need you the most right now. Because there are a lot of folks out there that need you, Lord. They need to see you, they need to feel you, and they need to be changed in a way that you only you can do. Lord, help bring this broken land together. Each of us at this table has been broken. We know what that's like. And now we hurt as a country because we are that broken. Lord, heal those hurts. Heal that brokenness. Show us what it's like to love like you love and how to forgive as you forgive. So this land might come together and do some amazing things for your glory, Lord. Again, I'm going to pray for Diti Lucy and everything she's going through. I want to pray for the Cornell family and for the Clark family who lost matriarchs recently. Be with them, those families, Lord. Help them find peace in those situations. Welcome home our sisters that we may see them again. Lord, we ask that you would help Brian in his search for a job, that the best possible outcome would become available and clear to him. And Lord, we want to praise you for giving us the opportunity to meet Brian and get to know Brian and have him join with us this evening so he can see the chaos that we create for you, Lord. <laughs> And we thank you and praise you that Sarah's grandmother came through her hip surgery. She's doing well. And we, we pray that she continues to do well, Lord. Lord, we are your people. Your people. You have chosen each and, each and every one of us for a specific reason. You sent us here to fulfill your purpose. Remind us just how important we are to you. Because that seems to be the part that a lot of the world is missing right now. Is just how important each and every one of us is to you. 
Because if we understood that, Lord, there would be no dissension. There would be no arguments. There would be no war. There would be no hunger. It would just be love and peace and joy. And praise for you, Lord. So we thank you. And we ask for all of these things in the precious name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I know Dave's about to do the closing, so I want to jump in real quick. Oh, that prayer on. that he just had, it, it's, it's just a, a, such a simple formula. Love. That's it. Imagine if everybody in the world just loved everybody else. How many problems just that alone will solve? That was a great prayer, man. One more thing real quick. Congratulations to Jonathan and Absolutely. Ashley, and Ashley oh, on yeah. the birth of That's your daughter, awesome. Elena. Awesome. That is awesome. Uh, send us a picture or something. We'd love to see it. Um, They're going to yell at me because I have pictures. Can we get a baby prodigal son's onesie? <laughs> so look into it. Tom, Absolutely. Tom, if we, if we all loved each other, if every single person loved each other, I think what you'd end up is with is two awesome presidential candidates. And they'd be like, nah, you do it. Nah, you do it. <laughs> That'd be the debate. Yeah. That'd be the debate. Nah, you do it. You're yeah. probably going to be better. Oh, you do it. such a better job yeah. than I would. So oh, stop it. You're going to be better. I'll tell you what. Why don't we be co-presidents? <laughs> All right. Let's do it. All right. Today, I'll, be, I'll take Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. <laughs> and everybody takes Sunday off. Yeah. I get off Black Friday. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Remember, everybody, if you're sick and tired of looking at our faces... Check out, check out one of our podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Rate, review, and subscribe. If you, uh, if you don't like somebody, share them, share our podcast with them. If you like somebody, share our podcast with them. Uh, we, we did decide to extend the promotion one more week that if you want to download our podcast, it is still free. Um, and that's, that's all I have, but... Your moment of zen this week is this. Tom, 